You're listening to the Kingdom Beta Podcast, Episode 28, Experience Conquers Fear. Welcome to the Kingdom Beta Podcast, where we discuss the trials, joys, and parallels between rock climbing and living a Christian life. Our goal is to create a community of rock climbing Christians that can find hope and encouragement. If this sounds like you, then you've come to the right place. I'm Brandon. And I'm Jason. And we are rock climbers and followers of Jesus Christ. Now tie in, chalk up, and let's get ready to crush it. Hey guys, welcome back for another episode of the Kingdom Beta Podcast. In this episode, um, I really just want to tackle the idea behind an aspect, just one aspect of dealing and uh, working through fear. I know I kind of titled this one Conquering Fear, but I think as um, you all know, based on if you talk to me and kind of my past, I don't know that it's necessarily about conquering fear as much as it is um, actually working through fear. But anyway, I just wanted to kind of dive into one particular one um, specific aspect of this. And one of the best ways that I've found uh, to help alleviate fear at the crag is through consistency. And, and what I mean by that is, is that when I, when I find that I'm climbing and I get, for example, afraid of falling, one of the ways to get through that fear is to remind myself that I've been in this position before. And the more times that I'm in that position, the less scary the potential of falling feels for me, which means that one of the ways to get over my fear of falling isn't to simply just fall over and over again. That's part of it. But the other part of it is to fall over and over again in various scenarios. One of my biggest fears when it comes to falling is falling on runouts or falling on laybacks. So I either have to get so strong at my climbing that the idea of falling on a runout or a layback doesn't affect me at all. Or really the more practical way to do it, I need to climb hard enough climbs that I end up falling on runouts or falling on laybacks and seeing that I'm safe and I'm fine either way. And the reason that I say that I need to climb hard enough climbs is because at least in my experience, while practice falls can be helpful at the beginning, I always encourage uh, doing practice falls. Hard is easy has a really good um, episode series on their YouTube channel of uh, getting over the fear of falling. And, and they start with practice falls. And, and I would encourage that at the beginning. I don't, one of the things that why um, uh, I kind of look at uh, doing harder climbs is because when you're practice falling, it's very controlled. So they aren't necessarily real. You're expecting to fall and it's a controlled fall. And pretty much everything is in your control when you do a practice fall. And most likely when you do a practice fall, 
you're not trying your hardest. You're just going and trying a little bit and then just letting go. And this is completely different than, for example, if your foot pops or you just can't hold on anymore or you're trying so hard that you end up just popping off the wall. The unexpected falls is where you really start making a significant amount of headway uh, in the headspace of falling. So what does this have to do with Christianity? Well, I was thinking more and more about this idea of the fact that you learn through experience. And I learned to fear less or to work through my fears by recalling repeated experiences from my past. And through these repeated experiences, I can begin to realize that whatever the worst case scenario is that I've built up in my head, it typically doesn't happen. As a matter of fact, it really never happens. Uh, it doesn't mean that I won't necessarily be gripped with that same panic in the future, but I can, I can work on relying on history to remember that I'll be okay. I literally can't remember a single time where the worst case scenario in my mind actually happened. <laughs> So, and I think this is one reason why journaling uh, in a meaningful way can also be so helpful. Uh, listing out ways that I have experienced fears and then the actual outcome to those fears. Um, at least for me, I can be so forgetful and journaling can be a, just a really nice way uh, to get those things actually down on paper. Uh, it's nice to be able to have a tangible list to look back on. So what does this have to do with God? Well, if you Google overcoming your fears through experience in the Bible, you really won't get much. Um, but as I was thinking about um, how that is true for me with rock climbing, how falling over and over and over again can make me more comfortable with the various scenarios that I'm in, what really rang out in my mind was um, looking towards God's faithfulness. So I think it's really about the faithfulness of God um, that helps us get through those fears. So I think making a list and being able to look back through events where you're gripped with fear and then seeing how God brought you out of those events is going to be important, or at least is important for me. And I think that's an, just a huge reason why journaling can be so helpful. And to be completely candid, I need to get much better at journaling. Uh, but I can, through journaling, I can have a tangible way for me to look back at my experiences and say, here's how God has been faithful to me in the past. Why wouldn't he be faithful to me now? You know, that type of thing. Fear not like literally the phrase fear not is one of the most repeated phrases in the Bible. And I'm not going to list out every single one on here. Uh, I would encourage you to take your time and go look at some um, of the specific ones yourself. But when the Bible talks about not fearing, it tends to hang its hat on something that God did, uh, that God did do or that he is doing or something that he will do. It hangs its hat on God's faithfulness. For example, Deuteronomy 31.6 says, 
Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. So as I was thinking through this episode, I really wanted this episode to be very practical. Uh, we can make these, uh, I, I can make these correlations between rock climbing and Christianity, but I really wanted to give some practical um, tips and give some tangibles here when it comes to our Christian walk. And honestly, every single one of these tips or things that we're going to look at could probably be their own episode in and of itself. But again, I just really want to focus on takeaways with this episode. So there are a few ways that you can take this idea of overcoming fear through experience. And I just have four of them here for us. One, we can look specifically at the quote unquote fear not verses in the Bible and hold on to hope based on those commands. Two, we can look specifically at verses about God's faithfulness. Three, we can look at the stories of the Bible of God overcoming and his faithfulness towards others and the hope for the future. And then finally, number four, we can look at our own lives and the lives of other believers and the saints to bolster our courage in the times that we may be facing fears. When looking at the first topic of just the quote unquote, you know, fear not verses, you can really find a bunch of them. And I just picked out five to kind of walk through. Um, otherwise, we'd probably be here for a couple hours. Maybe that'd be an interesting episode to, uh, I know we did a Christmas episode uh, in the past where we uh, just kind of read through verses. Maybe a fear not episode would be a good, good one for the future. Um, but anyway, just looking at five of them here, Isaiah 41.10 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. This verse really reassures us that we shouldn't fear because God is with us. He promises to strengthen and support us through difficult times. He provides comfort and protection for us. Psalm 23, 4. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. In this passage, we're reminded uh, to not fear, even if we're in very challenging circumstances, because God is our constant companion. He is our source of comfort. Matthew 10, 31. So do, so do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. In this one, Jesus specifically encourages us not to fear. And he's doing that by emphasizing what our worth is in the eyes of God, which is so amazing. If God cares for the smallest creatures, how much more will he care for us? Or does he care for us, actually? 2 Timothy 1.7, for God did not give us a spirit of fear, 
but of power and of love and of self-discipline. This verse reminds us that fear is not uh, actually coming from God, um, but from the enemy. Instead, we are given a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a spirit of self-discipline through the Holy Spirit. And then Joshua 1.9, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Why? For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. In this one, Joshua is encouraged to be strong and courageous because God is with him wherever he goes. And that is true for us as well. We can be reminded to not fear because God's presence is with us in every circumstance. As I kind of go on to the second uh, topic, um, looking more at um, verses and passages that emphasize the importance of trusting God over time, um, uh, you'll see just being reminded of God's faithfulness um, is going to be key. So those prior that prior section was really about looking at the fear not um, verses. This next section is looking at God's faithfulness uh, in Scripture, just in general. So um, we can see through Proverbs three five through six that um, that uh, we can have trust and faith in God. So Proverbs three five through six says, "Trust in the Lord." With all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight it really just emphasizes the idea that trusting god will ultimately create straight paths for us it doesn't mean that things won't be hard obviously we just went through the fear not um, verses and the bible constantly emphasizes not fearing um, but it makes it so much easier when we trust in the Lord and not on ourselves. Um, another verse, Lamentations 3, 22 through 23 states, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. In Lamentations, it's really highlighting the enduring nature of God's faithfulness and, and just encouraging us to trust him time and time again. So that his compassions aren't um, once, um, just a one-time thing, but they are new every single morning that God pours out his compassion on us. Psalm 27, 14 says, Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Again, coming back to this idea of waiting involves time. So trusting God over time, uh, it may actually invo involve um, enduring and waiting and being patient. But we can look at that over time um, and see how that is true. Is molding you and shaping you over time and then finally there are just tons of promises and assurances in the bible psalm 37 5 says commit your ways to the lord 
trust in him and he will do this just by committing our ways to god that that god will be faithful uh, to us when we trust in him over time the third topic that i listed out really is just showing us that um going through the examples of god's faithfulness so those were you know we really looked at um, verses of fear not we looked at verses of you know uh, commands for us to be patient and endure and how that produces um, uh, maturity spiritual maturity over time the third one is really to look back at examples of god's faithfulness in the bible uh, to help us overcome fear so for example there's a few here but um, as i was going through the a few of them popped out to me but the story of david and goliath in first samuel 17 when david faces goliath he had to have faith in god's power to deliver him and god's faithfulness was evident when david defeated goliath um, and we can look at that story and see it, uh, god's faithfulness uh, towards david in the exodus and and um, the parting of the red sea in exodus when the when the israelites were trapped between um the egyptian army and the red sea god parted the waters he made a way and allowed them to escape safe safely um, and again just demonstrating god's faithfulness uh, to actually deliver his people from what looked like an impossible situation uh, Daniel 6, Daniel in the lion's den, when, when Daniel was thrown into uh, the den of lions for his faith, for because he was being faithful to God, uh, God protected him and he emerged unharmed um, and just shows how God can protect um, every one of us in any situation. Uh, the feeding, you know, moving to the New Testament here, the feeding of the 5,000 with Jesus. Um, Jesus fed a large crowd with just five loaves of bread and two fish. Um, just illustrating God's faithfulness uh, through Jesus. And, you know, Jesus is God. So God's faithfulness in providing for our own needs and our resources when uh, those need, when those resources uh, can seem insufficient. Um, it can be very easy to rely on ourselves, and then in times of need, we can start panicking. Um, but ultimately, those times of need can produce and show us where God has been faithful um, to us in the past and, and produce that, that list for us. Um, the Apostle Paul went through tons of different trials. Uh, there's a huge list of them in 2 Corinthians, but Paul endured numerous hardships, um, but he always found uh, God faithful to sustain him through those hardships. I mean, just I encourage you go back and read through 2 Corinthians 11, um, 24 through 27. Um, it's his life is just a, a testament to God's faithfulness. So, again, I, I pointed out before that. Um, not fearing doesn't mean you won't go through hard times and god's faithfulness doesn't mean you won't go through hard times but looking at paul the paul's life you can see god's faithfulness even through those hard times and how paul was 
um, dependent on God. Looking at Jesus himself, Jesus's resurrection, um, you can go to any of the passages in the um, in the Gospels and read about his resurrection. But the resurrection of Jesus is the ultimate demonstration of God's faithfulness towards us, literally conquering death. Um, and he can, and through that conquering of death, he provides hope for eternal life. Uh, it shows us that God is faithful in fulfilling his promises. And then even thinking one step past that, the coming of Jesus. Uh, so his resurrection uh, seals right, our destiny, but that destiny is ultimately that Jesus is going to come back um, and he's going to uh, create a new heaven and a new earth um, for us and uh, we'll be able to live uh, with him forever. Like that's our hope and that is the future of God's faithfulness towards us um, <clears throat> there. So finally, as I look at the, the fourth bullet point, which is really about looking at God's faithfulness in my own life and God's faithfulness in um, other um, believers around us. Um, keeping a journal, and I, I don't want to keep harping on this idea of a journal, especially because I'm really terrible at keeping a journal, but so I'm probably speaking to myself more than anyone else, but keeping a journal that shows God's faithfulness can be really helpful for managing fear and anxiety. Um, it can be a reminder of the blessings that God has poured out on us. When I'm facing fear or anxiety, it's so easy for me to forget the times that God has shown his faithfulness in my life. And keeping a journal just allows me to have the ability to reflect on the past and those experiences where God has actually come through for us. And it can just be a great reminder um, that he is with myself, he is with me, uh, even in those difficult times. Um, it can also strengthen uh, my faith by literally putting down and documenting instances of God's faithfulness. It can bolster uh, my own, it can strengthen my own faith. Um, and when I'm going through those tough times, reading about uh, past blessings can just help me trust that God will continue to be faithful in the future. Um, another thing is just allowing me to have a spirit of gratitude. So thinking through and looking back on God's faithfulness can encourage um, and allow my heart to have gratitude towards uh, other people, um, towards my family, towards friends, towards and towards God. And it can, uh, gratitude it's hard to be fearful when you are grateful and gratitude can really shift my perspective from fear and anxiety to focusing on the positive aspects um, of my life. Um, when I am fearful, uh, my stress is typically through the loop, through the roof. Um, and being able to look at some of those things as well and see God's uh, faithfulness can help me reduce my own stress and my um, and just help me to be um, just have uh, promote emotional well-being for myself. Uh, and it can provide comfort. So reading through a journal or reading through my journal where I have uh, written down God's uh, faithfulness can provide some comfort to me. 
again, just that reassurance that what I thought might happen probably uh, well actually didn't happen. Um, and it's just my own personal testimonies of, of God's love and care um, for me. And I think that's, again, why it's important to even talk about, talk to other believers as well and see how God has uh, loved and cared for other believers in their uh, times of trial. Uh, it can build resilience um, as well. So when I can see how past challenges um, have been able to be overcome with God's help, it can give me um, kind of that resilience as I uh, see new challenges uh, in the future. So yeah, that, uh, those are really the, the um, four things that I wanted to, to focus on when it comes to um, managing fear and specifically the aspect of looking back over um, uh, a great way to manage fear is to look back over past experiences um, to help get through those areas of fear. So just breaking them down into five takeaways for you all. Um, one, takeaway number one, look up the fear not verses and make a list of meaningful ones uh, to you. Number two, reread stories of the Bible and focus on God's faithfulness. Number three, start a journal and try and recall all the ways that God has been faithful to you in the past. And then number four is really just a bridge on that one. Continue that journal and in that journal, start writing down ways that God is faithful towards you uh, today. Um, right now what are some what are hard things that you're going through right now write those down and then when you see god's faithfulness go document how god has been faithful to get you through those hard things and then number five which i really didn't talk about too much but i think it's super important is get in community with other believers and start asking and listening for how god has been faithful in their lives so that's really it. Um, again, focusing on looking at the past and history uh, to manage fear when it comes to climbing. We can look at prior experiences of falling when it comes to our Christian faith. We can look at prior experiences of how God has been faithful towards us. All right, guys. Well, uh, it was a great um, time getting to chat with you all about this particular topic. Uh, check us out on Instagram, uh, be active and engage in uh, the Facebook group if you're not part of it. Look for Kingdom Beta. It's a Facebook group on, um, it's a group on Facebook, obviously, uh, really dedicated to Christian climbers and just trying to um, build community there. Um, so I'll leave you with that. And now go out there and spread the true beta, which leads to salvation in Christ alone through faith alone. Thank you.